Hello and welcome to Punta Vista, episode 261. I am Ben. And I am here at a Papa Gidioli's racist pizzeria. Oh, I'm making a pizza over here. I'm making a pizza so fresh and so racist. You gotta take a one bite and say, Mamma mia, I hate a Latin American so much. I wanna spray paint anti Latin American slogans all over my 2007 Fiat 500. <laughs> With me is my son Gino. Gino, you're making the best pizza pie and he makes it so good and so racist. You have a single slice of that racist pizza pie. You gotta start doing open mic nights with jokes about Asian drivers. It's Andrew. Oh, Papa. Oh, make, you're making uh, the pizza so racist. I make you so proud. I make you so proud. You look and you say, that's my son. He's even more racist than me. I take a slice of this racist pizza pie and I cry. It's so beautiful <laughs> and racist. It's what we all hope for, that our children get an opportunity to become a even more racist than us. Can my sons make a pizza pie so racist even I cannot eat it in good conscience? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, it's the proudest day of my life for Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting my son to the Hague for how racist his pizza pie is. <laughs> also with me is my other son Gino. Gino, he has a gift. He knows the pizza secrets. He knows the beautiful, perfect secrets of making a racist pizza pie. His pizza gonna make you racist faster than the YouTube algorithm. It's Theo. Hey Theo. Mamma mia, I take a no no pride in in my work. I I use my hands that God gave me. And he said, he said to me, Gino, you make it the pizza pie. You never go near the Greek people. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the pictures, what did I do? <laughs> I Stick take a with one. what you know, the pizza pie. <laughs> I take a one bite of my, my baby brother's pizza pie and I say, hey. Who's going to take a care of the white farmers in South Africa? Oh, man, this fucking podcast is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking week, two times a week, one of us has 45 seconds to put some words at the start of an episode. Every single week, two times a week, we make sure that anyone that's listening to this podcast for the first time is like, all right, I'm out. I'm going back to my favorite murder. Now, how how you reckon we're going to weasel our way over this article? Well, I oh. don't know, but I wouldn't start from here. Oh, uh, are we are we still in the racist pizzeria? <laughs> no, I think we should leave the racist pizzeria before we get to where we're going next. That's a Stepping shame. outside the racist pizzeria. I think I it see. was wise to jettison the racist pizzeria. <laughs> we I could have got there real fast from the racist pizzeria. <laughs> yeah, we could have. <laughs> real big launch pad from the racist pizzeria. I think we're going to leave the racist pizzeria at the start of the episode and maybe never go back there. Who knows? <laughs> Terrible place. Mm, not nice. All the pizzas are racist. Yeah. One star on menu log. Because they won't let me give it a zero. You know? mm. <laughs> Don't know why I'm down there if I'm ordering it online. This, this is all falling apart. Just like the US. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Well, that's, that's where the yeah. information in the next segment is oh, coming from. I guess from. that's true. Okay. Anyway, uh, we have some important data for you. 
about the United States coming up in another edition of The Poll Report. Not even the long version. No, it's not. (laughs) It is truly phenomenal uh, how many of those lines you could mentally fit the words Polsky or Gorky into if you uh, (laughs) maybe try to pass the time while that theme song is playing. That is, of course, the theme song for the Poll Report, not to be confused with the Poll Report. Um, This is where we talk about statistics, data sets, hard numbers. Yeah, we're Um, kind of big data guys here. Yeah. Yeah, These I numbers mean, you're are kind of medium-sized. These numbers are swollen. <laughs> These numbers are turgid. These are some turgid numbers. This is a very, very short installment of the poll report. So I have some polling data made available by the uh, US Social Security Administration. This is taken from name change data from 2017 to 2022. So I have sort of cherry-picked from a longer list two sets of facts for you. I'm going to give you two lists that are two items long. The first list is the two most commonly adopted first names in the US when people change their first name. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So someone's gone, hello, US Social Security Administration. I would like to change my first name and I'm going to change it to. So these are the mm. two most popular names people choose when they do that. They want to hot swap their name. Yes. Uh, the second most popular, I'm doing this in reverse order, the second most popular is Chloe. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Perfectly nice name. Sure. Yep. Lovely name. Uh, and the first most popular is Isaac. Again? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very sure. sensible. Pretty normal. Per- perfectly normal mm-hmm. names. Um, here comes the, the second data set that I'd like to give you. So, these two names that I'm about to give you are the names people have most commonly changed from. Right, yep. Uh Yeah. I see the trajectory. So when someone has gone to the US Social Security Administration and said, I'd like to change my first name, these are the two most common names people have as the name they get changed. In second place, we have Chol. (laughs) The (laughs) C-H-O-L-E. Come on, no. Come on, no. <laughs> Come on, no, no man. No uh, and in first place, we have Isaac. I double S A C. 
just a bummer for everyone involved, isn't it? <laughs> and that's just a little bit of harmless fun. You know, you've you've you're in a stressful situation. You've just you know, you've just had a child and you're thinking, how many S's and A's are there in Isaac? And you've made a, a tiny little flub there. But when I first saw the, the two lists of names they gave, I didn't actually see the typos in Chloe or in Isaac. So I thought that both lists were the same, that the most common names to adopt were also the most common names people were changing away from, which I thought uh-huh. was baffling. But uh, no, no, it's just a beautiful, beautiful equilibrium. Yeah. Where... The, the natural balance of things. There must be a set number of Chloe's and Isaacs. I, apparently, uh, I think what this data is telling us is that those are the two names people misspell on birth certificates the most. Yeah, like they're rocking up and they're... So, look, um, this, this is weird. My name is uh, Troll. <laughs> which, troll. <laughs> which kind of sounds like a nothing name, but you have to have to understand there was a typo. Uh, my name should actually be Isaac. <laughs> They got every letter wrong. Yeah, except for the the C, obviously. <laughs> they got that correct. So I think Chol would be a beautiful get, name for a they girl. Get one one yellow on the game that everyone's playing. Hey, is everyone playing that Wordle game? You guys seeing this Wordle game? Every now and then you'll see celebs post their Wordle scores, like yeah. mega famous, like billionaire celebs, where yeah, they're, they're just like, like us. Four tries to get my Wordle. I'm like, oh, everyone stopped playing that like three months ago, and also. Don't you have a robot that sucks you off? Well, that concludes um, the poll report. I think that might actually be about the same runtime as the theme song was. Beautiful. That's just fun. Everything in balance. I was certainly monitoring the time on that one. Something that you might do on a clock. And what are the noises that clocks make? TikTok. It's time for TikTok Watch. <laughs> this is grim, man. Yeah. Well, choppy seas today, folks. <laughs> Thousand yards away, lining up my sights, adjusting for wind speed, wind direction, the yeah. drop of the bullet, perfectly nailing it. Coming coming into land with the front landing gear snapped clean off. <laughs> <laughs> this is from WVIT News in Connecticut. Uh, a teenager who was arrested, sounds normal so far. Yeah. Lock yeah, them all up, I say. Stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Peering out my window, dialing zero, zero, as I see teens walking past. Finger hovering. Uh, arrested, very normal, for stealing a car. Makes sense. So mm-hmm. far, so good. What else are you going to do? On Tuesday, told officers that he did it because he was following a trend on TikTok, yeah. according to police. Now, yeah, just dog. before we get into the rest of this article, do you two want to have a stab at guessing what the TikTok trend is? Yeah, it's stealing cars. It's the steal a car challenge <laughs> 2022. <laughs> Officers were called to the intersection of Karam Avenue and Hill Street just after midnight after getting a report of young males attempting to break into vehicles. Authorities said the males were in a Hyundai, or if you're an American, a Hyundai? What Hyundai? Freak place. What do they call them? Fucking around out there. Uh, authorities said the males were in a Hyundai that was reported stolen out of another town. 
Police later learned that a vehicle was stolen from Shelton. Dun, dun, dun. Investigators said officers found the suspected stolen vehicle out of Shelton driving on the Derby-Shelton Bridge. When police conducted a motor vehicle stop, they said they arrested a 16-year-old from Ansonia. 16! I don't reckon I could have stolen a car at 16. No. What an industrious teen. Also, Ansonia sounds like a symptom that your depression medication gives you. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Sorry, I have Ansonia. Yeah. But you, you go ahead if you want to. Or... Uh, depression is one of the side effects of my medication, Ansonia. <laughs> yeah. The teen is facing charges, including larceny, burglary, criminal trover. That can't be anything. Hey? That... What? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> ah. Criminal trover is a form of lawsuit in common law countries for recovery of damages for wrongful taking of personal property. Huh. Do you want to keep reading that paragraph? Because the end of it has a... (laughs) I am having a stroke word in it. (laughs) Trova belongs to a series of remedies for such wrongful taking. Its its distinctive feature being recovery only for the value of whatever was taken, not for the recovery of the property itself. C. Replevin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, this this replevin has really got me constipated. I tell you. (laughs) My doctor took me off Ansoni and put me on Replevin, and it's not working out for me. The Trova was sort of meant to help with some of the symptoms of Replevin, but the cocktail of the two of them is not treating me well. Oh, dear. Um, this is like, what was, the, what was the crime that we were talking about uh, the other way? It was the, guy, it was the guy who sold somebody else's house. Yes. And they yeah. were like, we're doing you for fraud, identity theft. Uh, stealing money laundering money laundering uh, selling something over the phone and the internet and stealing also twice <laughs> and I was like just stick it with one crime yeah come yeah. on that's what this is like team is facing charges including larceny burglary criminal trover grow up and operating a motor vehicle without a license quote TikTok <laughs> does not cond- <laughs> it would be very funny if the spokesperson said TikTok does not condone this behavior. <laughs> if they had the AI voice, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really funny? The, yeah, I'm not on. You haven't then, got one of those TikTok wives. No, you need a... No, certainly not. The rest of us have TikTok wives, except yeah. for Lucy, who is the TikTok, TikTok wife. TikTok wife. <laughs> look to your left, look to your right. <laughs> TikTok does not condone this behavior, which categorically violates our policies and will be removed if found on our platform, a TikTok spokesperson said in a statement. According to police, the teen said he stole the vehicle because he was following a trend on TikTok where Hyundai's Kias are targeted. Sounds racist. Sounds like something someone at a racist pizza store came up with. Where are Kias from? Are they from Korea? I don't know. And aren't Hyundai's also from Korea? Ah, yeah. oh, he's good. This man knows about Korean cars. There you go. Sounds like anti-Korean bias from the teens of America. <laughs> Since Saturday, police said there have been six vehicles reported stolen in Shelton. Of those six vehicles, five of Hyundai's and one is a Kia. <laughs> now, do we dig into why? Yes, we okay. did. Here but we go. Just, I what? feel like they really did it a disservice in this article 
which we'll get into with the next one, but it's very funny to be like, oh, it's the trend where you steal a Kia or a Hyundai and then you leave it at that with, like, no further... Like, because you're really setting it up for people to be mm-hmm. like, the trend is that you make a viral video of yourself stealing a Kia Sorento, which would be hilarious, and I hope people are doing that. I'm going to so get cool. on TikTok. <laughs> Videos of yourself doing a crime. It's the do a crime challenge. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly, I think, what, like, older people than us think is happening on the internet. Yeah. If they just log on to a video app that says, I dare you to kill your stepdad. So, from the Dayton Daily News, Kia, Hyundai, try to fight back against TikTok YouTube theft trend. Two auto manufacturers say they are taking steps to try to curb the rise in thefts of their vehicles, including providing steering wheel locks to police in impacted areas and affected car owners. Car thieves in Dayton and other cities across the Midwest and the nation. (laughs) Feels like you could make that sentence shorter. Yeah. The nation's the whole thing, yeah? Yeah. People from Toowoomba, Queensland and all Australia. (laughs) (laughs) have been targeting certain Kia and Hyundai vehicles because police say they have a security flaw that makes them easy to steal that has been shared all over social media. Maybe not racist. No. 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 They're, just doing a, they're just doing a car hack. Yeah. I wonder what the also, security flaw is. Why do, why do the Hyundai care? They already sold the car. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we, we can sell you another Hyundai. Yeah. yeah. That's your accent, pal. Your problem. <laughs> we fixed it. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, Kia America remains concerned about the increase in auto thefts of a subset of Kia vehicles, the company said in a statement. It is unfortunate that criminals are using social media to target vehicles without engine immobilizers in a coordinated effort. Maybe should have bought a car with an immobilizer, you know? Yeah. Or just call the insurance, get a new car. Sakia is owned by Hyundai. Oh, I didn't know that. Can I ask a uh, Can I ask a dumb guy question real quick, Theo? Uh, Do immobilizers essentially make like trying to steal a car redundant? I don't know. I don't know if it's like find your car for. I I don't know anything about engine immobilizers. It's none of my business. If you've stolen my car, have a great time. I'm leaving that engine running. Because people used to get, like, aftermarket immobilizers put on their cars, right? And it was like, you know, uh, uh, you, you'd get your, like, aftermarket car alarm put on your car. Yeah. And you could also get an aftermarket immobilizer put on. So, when you, whoop, whoop, with your little key fob, your immobilizer would come on. And it is my understanding that now it's, it's just a completely default part of cars. Because uh, I always find myself thinking... Can you can you steal a new car without just having the keys to the car? Yeah, like it's a it's definitely a vanishing thing. Um, I assume you know, nobody is trying to like gone in sixty seconds. My car is what I'm saying. No, like the only only time that they that they're really stealing newer cars that have you know the electronic uh, fobs etc. Uh, is if that if there's a flaw in the programming, which certainly sounds like that's what's happening here. Otherwise, you're forced to just do the knockout game on the driver and take the key. Absolutely. That's the, that's the through line. <laughs> Make sure you film it, though. That's, that's it's unclear, two TikToks in, 
<laughs> the knockout game Kia Theft Challenge. While it's unclear how many vehicles have this design vulnerability, data from the Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicles shows that there are more than 475,000 Kias and Hyundais registered in the state, including more than 61,000 in the local Miami Valley region. And Miami Valley is in Ohio? No idea. We've got car thieves in Dayton. Dayton's in Ohio, isn't it? That's right, yeah. The birthplace of funk, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton police say thieves have been exploiting a security design flaw in Kia's made since 2011 and Hyundai's made since 2015. The security vulnerability means thieves can break open the steering columns on these vehicles and use a common USB charging cord to turn the ignitions and start the engines. Awesome. Sure. Now we're talking. Yep. All right, I'm pro this now. Yeah. I'm turning around on this vehicle challenge. I mean, you've got to get into the car. You've got to smash a window, I guess. Yeah. you probably still got to do that part. Although, I mean, how hard is it to do the fucking coat hanger into the door to lift up a thing these days? That's That part's still the same. I reckon it's pretty hard. No, they don't have the thing anymore. Yeah. like What? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Mine's well, just remember, got a little red, little red dot on it. Don't, like, it doesn't have the thing. The... the they used to be and like we're the, all motioning little... up and down in our. It's like you're trying cameras. to explain this to a child. <laughs> it's, it's sort of because they I don't used, think to, I've have, used ever... to have the push down lock that that was like a sort of golf tee shaped yes. thing. Yeah, you know, and you could yeah. get loop something around it and pull it up. But now, no, but I mean, a lot of them... I'm talking about getting it inside the door to get the the actual lever that's attached to the the inside of the handle inside the door, which is how you no, would normally fuck do it. That. No Who's doing what? the golf tee star one? You're thinking of like 80s car crimes. I am because that's when people used to steal cars like that. Yeah, no, that's that's 100% how I'd break into my uh, Hyundai Excel 1998. Dark oh, blue. See, I was breaking into my 1987 VL Commodore, which I would just lock my car keys in repeatedly uh, yeah. by doing the getting through the, the little leather, that little rubber apron on the outside of the door and getting in there and getting the thing. Oh, damn. You can head down to... Uh, Super Cheap Auto, uh, that store we all know and love, you can head down to Super Cheap Auto and buy yourself a Toledo Universal Lockout Tool Kit for $71.99. And that comes with a whole bunch of shit for breaking into cars. It's got, you know, you know sometimes when you see in a movie someone has like the, the thin, flat strip of yeah, metal yeah, yeah. and they yeah. shove it down the thing and it's got like two different ones of those in it. It's like a bar blade, but for stealing a Kia Sorento. Yeah, it's like a car blade. Yeah, I guess that's true. Hmm. That sounds like the sort of car that the protagonist of Final Fantasy VII or VIII would drive. Hmm. The ultimate get-out-of-trouble lockout toolkit featuring all the items needed to access a wide range of vehicles. But you <laughs> if own, you only have one sir. car. <laughs> Uh, I've lost so many keys. Features a comprehensive professional toolkit of specialty automotive lockout tools. Consult vehicle service workshop repair instructions prior to use. Yeah. When I uh, locked my keys in my uh, 2000 Ford Econoline that I bought in the US and immediately locked the keys in within 10 minutes of picking up the car to start my road trip. Pro move. The, the guy that came out... Uh, Inflated the window apart so yeah, we could get a little it nice and round. Yeah, 
He put some little little air, air sacs in the door seal and then pumped them up, which made a gap in the window wide enough that he could get one of those little grabby arms for like getting dropped bolts and stuff in there to pull up the uh, the the lock thing, which was I thought an interesting technique. Oh, see, see, I'm looking on Amazon now at uh, car door unlock kits and such, and one of them, uh, several of them, come with little, little flat pads for you to slip in, and it's got a little pump to inflate. Yeah, yeah, there we go. It seems like crime is legal. Is what I'm. Yeah, this one comes with yeah. gloves and an LED light on a headband. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Awesome that you can just order a crime kit from Amazon for thirty bucks. That rocks. <laughs> so good. Very funny. What do the gloves have to do with anything? What's glove got to do with it? You know? Ah, that's true. That's very true. Well, Who needs a car? A car just says, it just says two times gloves. Into. It doesn't say like, oh, the gloves are really important to like sliding the window a little or anything like that. Maybe they're like an that. anti-static measure of some kind. I think they're more of an anti-fingerprint kind of <laughs> device, <laughs> you know? Anyway, 29... 85 from the villainous Amazon. That's the real crime. He's purchasing things from Jeff Bozos. You're so goddamn right. Viral videos on TikTok and YouTube give step-by-step instructions on how to steal these vehicles. Uh, Some videos of people stealing cars and joyriding in them have millions of views. (laughs) And law enforcement believes social media is partly to blame for the rise in thefts of these cars and SUVs. I think that law enforcement should be complaining less about people filming themselves committing crimes and publishing them under their names. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they're helping. Yeah. Uh... Kia vehicles that have been going missing usually have insert and turn steel keys. Remember remember those guys? I really hate how they have phrased that as in like, whoa, what a crazy <laughs> concept. What are you fucking talking about? Hey, Theo, does your uh, Skoda Octavia have an insert and turn steel key? Absolutely not. It's got one. So, okay, so you've got the key fob, right? It's yep. got the three buttons for um, front, back, and mid unlocks and it's got the little button that flicks the key out and i have no idea where that goes because there is no discernible hole on my entire vehicle that's so that i'm that's so that free completely smooth oh on the outside of the vehicle or like yeah yeah, on the outside yeah this is insane when you guys talk about your recent ish but not that recent cars i feel like i'm being visited by pleiadians who are describing their oh my car's very recent yeah check check this out um vis-a-vis the 2016 skoda octavia so it took finn to swimming the other day um and getting him out getting everyone dressed and stuff is just not a task that I'm good at. I'm a huge fumble tits. You got the you got the fabric bag that's like slowly sucking up chlorinated water from the ground that it contains all of the dry clothes. He's screaming because I suck at this and mum's better, etc. Anyway, long and the short of it is my jumper was in the bag somewhere and my keys were in the jumper pocket. And I ha- also had Finn on my arm. And I kind of slam him into the into the car seat and strap him down so he can't go anywhere. Um, I put the bag in front of him, and then I close that. I go to the driver's door, 
And I hit the button that starts my car, and the car starts. Uh, drive away. I just don't. I can't. It's it's beyond my experience. Yeah. I, this is an accession in my world. It's beyond <laughs> my understanding of technology and physics so much that I just... I, I, I just start my car by turning the key in the lock, which we've been doing for thousands of years. Yeah. I, I walk up to my car with my keys in my pocket and I push a little button on the outside of the door and it goes boop boop and the, the, the mirrors, side mirrors fold themselves out Come and then on. the car is unlocked. Um, or if I've got my, if I've got my hands full of shopping bags, you know how you do. Uh, I, I can walk they, up. Yeah. I can walk up to the back of my car, Fuck and you. I can just swing one foot like under the tailgate, and then my Fuck tailgate off. just opens itself Fuck up. Fuck off! What are you fucking talking about? You walk up to your car, you go, "Hey, baby," and then a, a sensuous lady robot voice says, "Hello, fuckmaster sixty nine. I've pre-warmed your seat, and I've cracked open a beer for you." <laughs> the seat warmer. The seat warmers are too effective. Oh That's my, my god! What are you talking about? I do not. I do not have. Seen it makes me so fucking it. hot so fast. <sighs> um, but yeah, like it's it's. I I want to know what this technology that they're using is to determine where the keys are in relation to the car. Because if you're sort of within like arm's reach of the car, and yeah. you have the keys on you. The doors you, sort of unlock. You don't, yeah, you don't need the yeah. keys, right? You can just use the, the buttons and shit on the outside of the car. Um, if you get out of the car and shut the door and press the little lock the thing button and it goes boop, 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 in a slightly panicked way <laughs> telling you, you've yeah. left the keys inside the car. Don't lock them in there, silly. Uh, and then I go, oh, sorry, car. And I open it up and I get the keys out. You know? Oh my God. Can I say something about the, um, so the, the, the seat warmer sitch? Um, yeah. We borrowed uh, Caitlin's parents' uh, car to drive up to Mackay one year because they needed to. This is the thing. I, I, I do not understand a single thing about novated leases, that whole sitch. They needed to, like, rock up some kilometers to drive the price of the car down or something. Yeah. Very, I th- very strange. I tried to understand it recently and it was not working out for scam me. Scam going on there. Um. And we had to get the battery replaced when we were up there. And I was talking to the guy about the um, about the wa- the like seat warmers, and he said, "Well, when you're on a long drive, you turn on the seat warmers, um, and they reduce like leg cramping and stuff." So I whacked the mom coming home from Mackay uh, in the middle of summer, <laughs> and I'm going completely cramp free, but also just sloppy, just just wet yeah. from waist to foot. You uh, don't for, need for them hours. on. You, your but my, leg, per- my, but my legs weren't cramping. So, do they normally when you're driving along? I don't know. <laughs> I, well, is... they didn't cramp up while I was sweating buckets, so I guess I just got to leave them <laughs> yeah. on. Perfect Look, system. It's, it's good for like uh, if you go out to your car in the morning in Canberra in winter. Yeah, and I don't have much call for that. Car's no. fucking freezing, and you pop it on, and then your whole body's warm. You this know? is fucking psycho. Hey, Ben, you know what? Uh, if I get a text message from my wife while I'm driving, uh, it comes up on a little screen. And then Siri says to me, uh, would you like to reply to the message? And I say, yeah. And she goes, what would you like to say? And then I dictate my little message and it comes up on the screen. And she goes, is that what you want to send? And I go, yes. And she sends it. This is insane. This is what yeah. your Patreon money is funding, you the listener. Uh, except for me. Yeah. 
Mm. We don't know what Ben's doing with his. <laughs> uh, I don't really know either. I'm paying it to get my fucking car fixed. Uh, that's where most of the money is going. Oh, fucking cracked windshield now. Life is hell. Oh, God. No, it's not hell. Life is delightful. In a statement, Kia America said most of its vehicles in the United States are equipped with a key fob and a, quote, push-button-to-start system, which makes them more difficult to steal and uh, more appropriate for a grown man. <laughs> okay. Hyundai Motor America said criminals are targeting its vehicles without engine immobilizers. Well, that makes sense, you know? If you target the ones with immobilizers, you're not going to be able to move them at all. Yeah. They'll be immobilized. roll downhill. Yeah, you're mm. going to be walking. The devices became standard on all Hyundai vehicles produced after November 2nd, 2021? That's pretty recent, eh? <laughs> like I said, my, my sort of understanding of this was that, like, immobilizers were pretty standard kit on like new cars but maybe i'm just wrong if you know more about cars than us and you do mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you know more about cars than us please write into mailbag at puntavista.com and just tell me andrew uh yeah. when you understand their mobilizers to have become sort of a standardized thing for the record i don't want to know i don't i, I don't want to know any more about cars so wait, so hang on. So one step back. This the trend is stealing Hyundai's and Kia's. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the trend is telling people how to steal Hyundai's and Kia's. That's what the trend is. Oh, that actually rules. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, the internet is actually way cooler than it used to be. I just got to say, like, it's a a powerful marketplace of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> those ideas are steal a Kia Sorento or a Hyundai Accent. I feel right, like in our I day, 30. it was like, oh, you got to get this. You got to get this book from Kazar. It's called uh, the Anarchist Cookbook, yeah. and half the shit in it's just not real. Yeah, yeah. If you mix uh, orange juice with a telephone, you don't yeah. get anything. <laughs> you get a, <laughs> your telephone doesn't work anymore. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So yes, Theo. That is the trend. The trend is okay. to tell other people how to do it and for them to then do it. Oh, that rocks. Uh, Dayton police have recorded more than 90 thefts and attempted thefts of Kias and Hyundais this year. Quote, People who are bent on taking other people's property tend to find new and innovative ways to get that done, said Dayton Police Major Jason Hall, commander of the Patrol Operations Division. That's right. He's the chief of POD. He said thieves do not need, quote, advanced technical knowledge to steal Kias and Hyundais with a USB charger. <laughs> that sounds right yeah. to me. As a policeman, absolutely I wish people didn't put videos online about how to steal cars, but I don't see that stopping, he said during a news conference. <laughs> Such a... Oh, so come resigned. on, guys. <laughs> Energy. Stop it. Stop telling people how to steal Kia's and Hyundai's, please. Uh, so if you feel really bad for this cop, stop stealing them, I guess. Mm. Yeah, um, if you want to make him happy. Yeah. Uh, Kia America says it has provided steering wheel lock devices at no cost to law enforcement in affected areas to help deter theft and vandalism. Quote, that effort will continue in close coordination with local police departments for distribution to concerned owners of Kia vehicles not originally equipped with an immobilizer, the company said. 
Hyundai says it has and will continue to work with local police departments to offer steering wheel locks to affected Hyundai owners. They're talking about like the club, right? Yeah, I think so. Unless steering wheel lock technology has dramatically changed in the last 20 years. I wouldn't know. I guess. <laughs> I missed out on the last 20 years of car development. How about you just fix yeah. my fucking car up, guys? You know? I'm still not understanding any of the fucking anti-theft stuff, any of the do's-its and what's-its, because, I don't know, they're just going to, like, smash your shit up and then move on. Yeah, like, someone's going to steal your car, and they're going to drive up Mount Nebo, and they're going to either go off a cliff in it, or they're going to set it on fire at the end, and then it's no longer your problem. You know? If someone's going to steal your car, they're going to steal your car. Just... Resign yourself to the awkwardness of life, which is that sometimes your car gets stolen. Stop putting engine immobilizers. Stop locking your doors. Leave your keys in the ignition. Yeah, 100%. Well, no, do everything that's required of you up to the kind of like letter of your insurance contract. Because you're going to want that money um, back to buy a second car because you're going to need a new car after that. Right, and... You can get your car insured against that sort of thing, is what you're telling me. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, well, probably not worth it in my case. Uh, so, for your benefit, Theo, an immobilizer is an electronic security device fitted to a motor vehicle that prevents the engine from being started unless the correct key, transponder or smart key, is present. Fucking, that's not what I thought an immobilizer. I thought an immobilizer was, was a, a guy thing that you. called the immobilizer. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> he there. fucking snaps your neck if you steal the car. <laughs> <laughs> so they've they've stolen your car and I open my laptop and I go someone's stolen my car and you hit the big red oh, immobilizer button and the engine goes right and the and the thieves look at each other and they're, they're like what so you like, think it's like a you think it's like a find my mac situation yeah and then they, they, they turn around car. and the immobilizer's behind them and he's running at full <laughs> speed <laughs> Punching his his fist into his open hand. He pulls their dicks straight off their (laughs) bodies. So you were picturing like when uh, that person's Jeep or whatever got hacked on the highway. Yes. And that person just like slammed their brakes on. This has been my my understanding of an engine engine immobilizer for the last 10 years. That would be unbelievably unsafe on just about (laughs) every way it could possibly be. Car slamming to a stop on a highway. <laughs> Good lord, I'm so stupid. Isn't it just this is you can't immobilize something that's already stopped. Something that's inert. You're you're thinking of a pre not mobilizer or a I just assumed it wouldn't start if you didn't have the fucking chip in it. Like That's that's what they're describing. Yeah. yeah. And they only put this in Hyundai's in twenty twenty one. It sounds like uh, Americans, once again, are getting the short end of the stick here. The electric immobilizer slash alarm system was invented by St. George Evans and Edward Birkenbuehl and patented <laughs> in 1919. They developed a 3x3 three three grid of double contact switches on a panel mounted inside the car, so when the ignition switch was activated, current from the battery went to the spark plugs allowing the engine to start or immobilizing the vehicle and sounding the horn. I bet it was a funny sounding horn back then. Yeah, what, but how did it Ahuga! tell whether it was the right key or not? Well, because like well, because back then it was it was like a manual little panel that you set. Oh right, okay. The system settings could be changed each time the car was driven. 
Modern immobilizer systems are automatic, meaning the owner does not have to remember to activate it. Immobilizers have been mandatory in all new cars sold in Germany since the 1st of January 1998, in the UK, October 1998, Finland 1998, Australia 2001, and Canada since 2007. So, basically, we've all just had immobilizers in our cars that work automatically this whole time. Huh. And Americans are getting sold ones you in can 2021 just... that don't well, have... Were you saying those rules for Australian cars were cars manufactured in Australia or just sold in Australia? All new cars sold in Australia. Yeah, right. Wild. That's nuts. What is it with Americans and somehow having, like... Well, I mean, it's uneven wealth distribution, obviously, is the the reason. But it is crazy that they are, like, so ahead in burger technology, but so behind in engine immobilizer technology. That's what freedom's all about. Yeah. Early models used a static code in the ignition key, or key fob, which was recognized by an RFID loop around the lock barrel and checked against the vehicle's engine control unit for a match. If the code is unrecognized, the ECU will not allow fuel to flow and ignition to take place. Later models use rolling codes or advanced cryptography to defeat copying of the code from the key or the engine control unit. There you go. Yeah. I mean, if you're using, like, cryptography to steal my 2003 Subaru Forester, the base model... Congrats. Go for it. Just take it. Take the car. Just take my camping stuff out of it before you go and leave it by the side of the road with a not not for free sign on top of the stuff. I'll buy you some new camping gear, buddy. If that oh, happens. take the camping gear then. Have a lovely time. <laughs> Statistics in Australia show that three out of four vehicle thefts are older cars stolen for joyriding, transport, or to commit another crime. We're chaining, chaining yeah. crimes. We're chain criming. <laughs> I'm on a 12 crime combo right now. <laughs> Immobilizers are fitted to around 45% of all cars in Australia, but account for only 7% of those cars that are stolen. In many instances where a vehicle fitted with an immobilizer has been stolen, the thief had access to the original key. Yeah, absolutely. That's the the sort of lean in through your front door and pick the key up from your... um, from the swingers bowl that you've got set out while you guys are fucking and sucking each other's wives. Yeah. They've taken I'm out there. 2018 <laughs> VW Passat. <laughs> now, I've taken I... 20 sets of keys and they're just trying every car on the street. <laughs> now, this, this sentence, not sure I agree with the tone here, right? Only around one in four stolen vehicles are stolen by professional thieves. That still sounds to me like a lot of professional thieves getting about. Yeah, that's a. I I assumed that car thefts are, are basically the domain of joyriders, right? Teens, teens, mostly tweens, teens. Yeah, teen entrepreneurs. <laughs> what is that for Australia? That one in four statistic. Uh, it is unclear. Hmm. I wonder. It's because it's kind of hard to like fencing a stolen car in Australia difficult like you can't really you know how there'll be like problems in the uk where people will steal cars and then just ship them over to europe and then sort of sell them over there and vice versa can't really do that here no here your engine's got a vin number it's all registered with the government 
you're pretty much you're not you're not registering a car again. So I'm just gonna be like, yeah. oh, there it is. That one's stolen. You're nicked. The cops will say. Uh, so basically, yeah, they're just gonna go around and hand out uh, the club and say, Rem- hey, remember to just lug this heavy bit of metal around and stick it stick it in your steering wheel and lock it in before you go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna remember to do that. Uh, so don't buy. A Kia manufactured between 2015 and 20, 2020, no, 2011 and 2021. A Kia or, or do. Other. Or, yeah, or do. Embrace the you awkwardness of life. Yeah. on them now. Buy one, but don't move to Dayton, Ohio after purchasing it. I, I was reading some other articles about this as well, where they're talking about how like... Yeah, it's all well and good that if you have added extra obstacles to your car being stolen, what it generally means is that they will smash the window, find that they can't start the car and drive away, and they'll be like, all right, fuck you. And then they will just fuck up your car as much as possible, which is like, fair. Go for it. Yeah, you've inconvenienced them. They've taken off the removable faceplate of your Kenwood CD player, and they've frisbeed the removable faceplate off into the bushes. Should have taken it with me into the shops. <laughs> I should have put it in my back pocket. <laughs> Kids these days wouldn't even know about removable faceplates on the car CD player head unit that you had. <laughs> hey, bro, nice, uh, nice Kenwood. Does that support WMA? Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunta Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash buntavista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us, and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you. Well, that's probably enough talking about cars. (laughs) It's time for a completely different segment. It's time, of course, for Car Watch. This story comes to us from the newspaper The Republican in Springfield, Massachusetts. Photos show car with six speakers mounted on roof that Wilmington police said caused noise complaints in three towns. <laughs> I like to imagine it's at once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the implication of the story. <laughs> like the story we did on the uh, bird cannon. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Birds dying across four counties. (laughs) The bright yellow car pulled into a Wilmington parking lot after 1am. The half dozen speakers mounted to its roof blaring, according to town police. The car's license plate from New Hampshire read static with a K. In three separate towns, residents phoned the police with noise complaints. (laughs) 
It was roughly 1.30am Monday when Wilmington police responded to the lot in the area of Woburn Street and Eames Street after multiple calls from local residents. Officers found a 22-year-old New Hampshire man, his son yellow vehicle, and six, quote, full-size speakers affixed to his roof, they said. Now, I have an image for you two to look at, but I want you to tell me before you gaze at the image, what sort of configuration are you imagining when I say there are six speakers on the roof of this car? When you say six speakers, I'm picturing six speakers, right? Mm -hmm. You know? You know what I mean? Good start, yeah. 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 Maybe maybe they're sort of arranged all pointing outwards. Maybe like uh maybe like the Blues Brothers uh yep. kind of deal, you know? Mm-hmm. However, when I yeah. look at the picture, yeah. I'm going to dispute the characterization of this car as having six speakers on the roof. Yeah, I would say maybe it has six speaker cabinets on the roof. Oh uh, shit! Are we talking a like a Doof Warrior kind of setup? It, it is a hundred fucking percent <laughs> the Doof Wagon. Uh, there are like six sort of upright speaker cabinets, each with two like ten or twelve inch the, subs. There are forty-two speakers in that array on top of the car. Yeah, there's also uh, some smaller tweeters. And some in-between sized, I don't know what they're called. This is, it's Doofwagon territory. This person yeah. is driving the Doofwagon, except it's like a a yellow, you reckon that's a Civic, Andrew? Uh, I believe that's probably a Honda Accord or a Civic. Oh, I think it is an Accord. I think uh, you're right. I'll back that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was definitely, no, I was definitely kind of. Aesthetically, I was not ready for this to be a, a Honda Accord, right? Because I, I was expecting wood grain on these speakers. Uh-huh. Um, sort of like a Marshall amp kind of feel to it. Um, or like your your dad's um, like 120-watt tower speakers um, that, that would be plugged into a, like a full-size Pioneer amp. Sort of like um, what Andrew's home audio setup is like, actually. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is this is this is more digital. I feel more organised. It's linear. It's got a. It's all on one big horizontal. Like mounting point. Yeah, they're in series. No, they're in parallel. Sorry, I should say. <laughs> and they're all pointing directly forwards. This is uh-huh. not like. A cool, aesthetically pleasing thing that this person has done to the car. This is a practical concern where they've said, hey, <laughs> we need to do the cyber goth underpass rave, but we need it to be heard from like 15 kilometers away. Yeah. This is fucking insane. This is a crazy thing for a 22-year-old to have done. It's got to be rearranging all your organs when you're inside the car, you know? Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Like, but, I assume that you experience ego death the moment this thing well, starts playing. Well, maybe, like, but it is pointed away from the user as well. Um, there's a, a real weaponized aspect to this. Oh, you say it's, it's sort of like a claymore in that regard. <laughs> I feel like this is like a he, he's he's homebrewed a uh, Havana headache <laughs> <laughs> device. Yeah. Are but you saying, like grandmas in Woburn district. This man is driving around giving people New Hampshire syndrome. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> be so dope if he was driving around blasting like Karen Carpenter. <laughs> I'm just imagining the New York Times doing their like investigative piece where the people are like, I just felt feeling very sick and I couldn't, nothing weird was happening. Oh, I was deafened at the same time. Like, <laughs> my whole building was falling apart. Yeah, it was very, uh, very sound-based weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned my sound bath up to lethal, and I'm driving it around town. <laughs> Did they mention they? So this is frustrating to me as well. Like, because what are they? What do you reckon they they're running on these speakers? Because they don't mention. They do say it's music. They have narrowed yeah. it to, of of all possible sounds. They have narrowed it to music, <laughs> and that it's extremely loud. Are they popping yeah. some moderate on there? I don't think they're going to be playing moderate. Okay, I have a feeling that. This More is probably like the be... Apparat solo project stuff. Yeah, it's probably Apparat, I think, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be closer to, like, Skits Mix, volume yeah. 35. Which, And I'm sure I've mentioned this on the, the podcast before. Skits Mix is still being made. Yeah. It comes out, like, several times a year. <laughs> We're up to, like, Skits Mix, like... 60 and what at is this the, point. What, what is the target audience of, of Skits Mix? I, is it, Nick Skits? Is it it's just sister? him. Nick Skits. <laughs> Nick Skits. If you are not from Australia or not of a certain age, check out Skits Mix <laughs> and understand that for a while it was the only product advertised on Australian television for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to describe the absolute cultural ubiquity of skits mix in Australia circa 1999 2001 sort of thing like you go into a gas station and at the or a petrol station if you're in Australia and like at the at the door there'd be skits mix CDs in your Myers your your David Jones your HMV yeah Nick Skits was an Australian icon but we never really knew him Nick Skits no. is now 54 years old. Oh. So, at this rate, <laughs> he's making more than one Skits mix a year. So, eventually, his age and the Skits mix edition will converge. Oh, wait, no, it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've just <laughs> failed to understand how... Oh, he's very active on his Facebook. He'll just reply to your posts. Oh, fuck. This is all... It's all getting me here. Um, began working for the dance label Pro DJ International in the early 1990s. Uh, then got involved with the dance label Central Station Records and began remixing tracks for the label's Australian and international artists. Remixes of The X-Files theme and Excalibur reached the top 10 on the ARIA singles oh, charts man. in Australia. Major charting success of Skits Mix came in late 2001 with Skits Mix 10 reaching number 9 on the mainstream Aria albums chart alongside artists like Creed, Shaggy, and the Bridget Jones's Diary soundtrack. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> 2004. <laughs> he collaborated uh, with Mark Gable, lead singer of the band The Choir Boys, to rework their 1987 Australian hit Run to Paradise as a dance track. Billed as Nick Skits vs. The Choir Boys, it debuted the top 20 of the Australian pop charts. Oh, man. I think when Olivia Newton-John died, I was like, we got, we got like 12 people 
They're all in the mix all the time, you know? Yeah. It's the yeah. guys from The Chaser and it's Nick Skits. This is the Del- only Delta Goodrum. in Australia. Delta Goodrum does the music since Holy Olivia Newton-John f- retired, you know? All right, so the Skits mix number... Oh, sorry, no, this wasn't a numbered one, but release between Skits Mix 22 and Skits Mix 23 was Skits Metal, <laughs> which I guess must have been Nick Skits remixes of the following songs. Hell yes. Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss. Come On Feel the Noise by Quiet Riot. The Power by H Block X. This is so Figured so You Out by Nickelback. Thing. Cats in the Cradle by Ugly Kid Joe. Cult of Personality by Living Color. Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. How's Cherry that Pie a- by Warrant. We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister. Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. You Really Got Me by Van Halen. Better by Scre- The Screaming Jets. Wind of Change by Scorpions. Final Countdown by Europe. Unskinny Bop by Poison. Run to Paradise. Nick Skits first, The Choir Boys. Got to fight for your right to party by Beastie Boys and Run to the Hills by Iron Maiden. Christ alive. Even the songs on those albums, even the songs on those albums, which were like a relatively contemporary, were still five to ten years older than the album itself, you know? Yeah. That's grim. But, you know, you got to stay busy. (laughs) Idle hands. Idle hands are the devil's plaything, you know? Well, you got to do something to fill in the time, so you may as well release 60-plus skits yeah. mixes. Well, I think that um, that was probably an episode of the podcast Bunta Vista, I think. Yeah. I think uh, ideally, Ben, if you could play this one out with uh, a more recent Nick Skits song. You know, I've never really been worried about copyright strikes, and I don't know why that one strikes fear into me, but <laughs> I'll see what I can do. The man is active online. Yeah, clear it, be... clear it with him on Facebook. Oh, fuck. I wonder if I... No, but then he'd listen to it, and then we'd be being mean to him, and I couldn't have that on my fucking consciousness. How, how are we being Conscience? mean to him? We we're basically said, oh, here's a thing that we all remember from when we were younger, and then went, my goodness, this man has been very productive and is successful. We did yeah. call his Skits Mix metal thing lame. Yeah. Skits metal. Yeah, I bet was, Skits sorry. metal was really probably cool. Was. I'm sorry, Nick Skits. <laughs> also, yeah. I... It's so funny that Nick Skits is very much not that man's name. He's quite Greek. And we shan't be returning to the start of this episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, no, no, we won't. We won't go back to, this, to the racist no. pizza stop. <sighs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.